Do you realize that dinosaurs are just a theory? A theory backed up by very shaky evidence. Most of you, simple-minded sheeps, only believe in dinosaurs because you were taught about them in school. They talk about them as if they are concrete fact instead of the truth. That they are merely just a theory that has yet to be proven fact. What if I were to tell you that dinosaurs are actually a whole crock of dick? But what do dinosaurs have to do with dragons, Moses? Well, I'll fucking tell you. I'll tell you how dinosaurs are nothing more than another attempt by a group of science bitches to push their evolution theory forward. Yeah, laugh it up. But remember, the lion doesn't concern himself with the opinion of sheep. talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> and then I'm talking <laughs> no but wait wait I have something for him boom shut down now you just fucking me aren't you <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids the weird history and eerie tales podcast Concentrate on the wow <laughs> FY there's nothing wrong is that what you want Moses <laughs> Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History of Tells Podcast. I am your host, Moses Soria. With me to my left is Achi. Yes, sir. And with me to my right is my brother, Josh. Yo, what's good? And that intro you, jer- you just heard. You jerd. You jerd. You, jer- you just heard was my dramatization of the mad ranting of a Ben Armstrong, whose theory or portion of, I guess, a book or an article thing that he wrote that's no longer online was posted on Reddit by a Redditor. Um, he talks about how dinosaurs, how dragons are real and dinosaurs are fake. fake. And I'm going to go into that later on in the episode. Ooh. And that little, expert, okay, okay, and the little okay. excerpt that you just heard at the beginning was me pretending to be Ben Armstrong. You know, but today we're going to continue talking and raving and ranting about dragons. So if you didn't get your fill last week, then good. Then uh, you are in luck because we have more dragons for you. And if you did get your fill last week, um, I'm sorry, but we got more dragons for you. <laughs> so sit back and enjoy as we continue to talk about dragons. Motherfucking dragons. The fucking dragones. Dragon encounters. And so I got three encounters that I found. And uh, obviously... To each their own. These are some pretty old stories. And this one, the first one, though, is a little bit of more of a modern sighting. But it's a, it's, a, it's a theory of whether or not it is a dragon encounter. So first one, we got the Mekong Lights. So the phenomenon of the Mekong Lights are widely known as the Naga Fireballs. And is an Asian mystery which has baffled and stunned many people around the world. These lights occur along an approximate 100-kilometer stretch of the Mekong River adjoining Thailand and Laos. This strange event happens yearly in late October to early November under a full moon sky. The lights are usually glowing red-orange balls rising out of the Mekong River, hence the name 
the Mekong Lights, which originated from the name of the river. <laughs> According to many locals, the phenomenon of the Mekong Lights, or popular known as the Naga Fireballs, are actually the fire breath of the giant sea serpent called the Naga or the Faya Naga. See that? Fire Naga. Fire Naga. Yeah. Some fire ass Nalgas or what? <laughs> some fire Naga. Fucking love me some fire ass Nalgas, bro. Hell bro, yeah. we got to go one episode without talking about Megan Stallion. <laughs> right, we got. We need at least one episode. We're going to talk about this it. This who loves Meg, bro. We're going to continue. And here, carry on. My bad. Hey, bro, you talking from Keep experience. talking about your Dragon Balls, bro. The Dragon Balls. So this, have Dragon this, Balls. The serpent lives in the river bed, or so they say. The serpent lives in the river bed and awakes every year during the late autumn night. Of yeah. the full moon by the end of the uh, the Buddhist Lent. It's just one dragon that they're talking of, or they're talking about just one. I want to say race, one. I want to say just one, but it's mainly just one location where they, okay. where they where they believe this dragon lurks. Okay. The serpent is believed to be honoring the end of the Vasa or the three month long period of the rain retreat or the Buddhist Lent. And evidence of the origin of the fireballs, which is from the largest sea serpent, is widely distributed along the Nong Kai province of Thailand. Mm. A photograph showing about 30 American soldiers holding large, long creature was believed to be one of the Naga. So there's actually a photo of these soldiers. They're holding this long kind of serpent-like creature. And people believe that it is a Naga, but it's also um, closely related to a type of fish. Yeah, that it, it almost kind of looks like a very, very thin eel. All right. Yeah. If you just want to take a look at this, go to our Instagram, Weird History, Retail Pod. The American holders are so are American soldiers are holding this long creature, and according to some reports, the giant creature is the queen of the Nagas, which was held by the American army at the Mekong River in June the twenty seventh of nineteen seventy three in Laos military base. However. So reports claim that the photo is taken at the coast in San Diego, California. So we don't know ah. whether or not it's from Laos or from San Diego. But so they say. Uh, more pieces of the evidence are available in the Buddhist temple in the Nongkai city. Some objects are believed to be fossilized bones of the Naga, such as an egg and a tooth. And now the Naga fireballs are not just ghostly apparitions seen once throughout the history of Thailand and Laos, but many saw the fireballs almost yearly. Hmm. The Mekong lines were captured and used in movies and documentaries worldwide, and even scientists came to investigate how these fireballs happen. The Naga or the sea serpent are described as shapeshifters, and they can appear in human form or half-human and half-serpent creatures. In Thailand, the Payanagas are considered as guardians and are believed to be benevolent, powerful servants of the Buddha. Every year in the 15th day of the 11th lunar month, locals in Thailand rejoice, um, rejoices Payang, Payanak, which is the King of Nagas festival, which co- coincides with the Wan Ak Pansa, the end of Vasa or Buddhist Lent. Since the fireballs offer seen during this period, many locals accept the belief that the serpent Naga one scientific explanation of cause of the Naga fireballs is the swamp gas theory. Based on this theory, an organic matter at the bottom of the river decomposes and gives off methane gas. The methane gas fizzes up the surface of the water and, is, and it is spontaneously ignites with the fuse when it infuses with oxygen. The process under precise conditions produces a brief burst of flaming gaseous bubbles that form the Mekong lights. So that's a theory that scientists are saying. 
that is a major cause of this versus like the you know the legend Man, of fuck science bro as those the, are dragon fireballs as bro. the great mac once said oh god and it's always sunny philadelphia what do you say science is a liar sometimes oh boy this <laughs> yeah so that's his theory uh, not not so much like hey I saw a dragon, but like they're believing that these fireballs that kind of spontaneously burst out of the water are what's more fireballs. believable that there's a dragon in this fucking river mm-hmm. who wakes up once a year and throws fireballs, or that fire comes from water. What's more believable? Is exactly. There, is, is there fire water Pokemon out there? There isn't not yet. Oh, I hope. Oh, one. there is one. There is one. Who? A fire water, a fire Pokemon? fire water Pokemon. Yeah. He's, a, he's a volcano he's started, Pokemon. No? Oh. he's a volcano Pokemon. Mm-hmm. He's like a legend, like a pseudo legendary. Oh, okay. look, man, we had actually. No, I was gonna say we had enough legendaries, but no, it's a dragon episode. Yeah, so we can talk about more dragons. Of course, of course. But he's not a dragon. He's, dragon, so. he's just a fire water Pokemon. Yep. So let's move on. Pointless. Hmm. The next we have the Chinese dragon encounters by Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Not Marco, the game. Oh, not the game. It actually was a person. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's where yeah. it was. That's, that's where it was derived. Yeah. 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 Marco Polo. <laughs> so Marco Polo lived during the 13th and 14th century AD. He was originally from Venice, but he, his father, and his uncle traveled extensively in the Far East. His book, The Travels of Marco Polo. He wrote. He, that's what it's called. He wrote it. He wrote his own book called <laughs> The Travels of Marco Polo. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Don't you dare get any fucking ideas. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. Guys, we have a new name for the podcast. Damn. The podcast of Moises. <laughs> Damn, bro. It's easy to find. Document much of exploration into the regions of China, Persia, Tibet, and Burma. Polo spent much of his book detailing the interesting customs of different ethnic groups he encountered. He focused on the different animals and plants associated with these tribes. In chapter 49, Polo related the items of interest found in a province called Karajan. He reported that large quantities of gold were found in the rivers. He further noted that citizens used these cowrie shells as currency. He then described some of the animals associated with the area. He wrote, Here are found snakes and huge serpents, 10 paces in length and 10, 10 spans in girth. So that is basically about 50 feet long and 100 inches in girth. That's a f- big ass. So, big oh. ass serpent. Thick ass, thick ass ser- serpent. Eh. At the forepart. <laughs> at the forepart near the head, there have two short legs, each with three. <laughs> say, how, it. say it. So, saying how thick, how many seeds? If it's super thick, it's 10 you inches. You gotta say. <laughs> How thick is it? <laughs> oh shit! That's a minimum of hundred inches. Oh, that's fucking thick. That's hundred inches of thick. That's hundred inches. Of it's thick. like it's like that Donald Trump image of him trying to say, "How thick is it?" <laughs> it's that thick, bro. I, I I would hate to be the person right in front of him after he says that word. Fuck. <laughs> so. Uh, not only that, at the forepart near the head, they have two short legs, each with three claws, as well as eyes larger than a loaf and very glaring. 
The jaws are wide enough to swallow a man. The teeth are large and sharp, and the whole appearance so is so formidable that neither man or any kind of animal can approach them without terror. Others are smaller in size, being being eight, six, or five paces long. Hmm. Poe then continued the chapter by explaining how the local citizens of the area hunted and killed the creatures. He noted that the creatures were nocturnal, dwelling in quote-unquote caverns during the day to avoid the heat. After the creatures killed their prey, Polo wrote that they would find a water source such as a lake, river, a spring, or river. The serpent's massive bodies left deep impressions in their past, as if a heavy beam has been drawn along the sands. The creatures followed these same rutted paths regularly. Since their route was predictable, the natives buried large wooden stakes flipped with sharp iron spikes, uh, which they would cover with sand. Polo reported that these spikes were so severely severely wounded the creatures that they died quickly. Damn. That's fucking vicious, bro. That's fucking Damn. quick. The 21st century reader cannot help but be captivated by the several items of interest in Polo's account. First, his account of these creatures sound remarkably like many dragon legends that circulate in the Far East. Yet Polo related his information without any... uh, Oh my gosh, how do I even say this? Embellishment? Uh, Well, embellishment, mythological embellishment. His description is exactly what a person would expect from a traveler who has seen such a creature and who had discussed its habits with the natives. In short... Polo matter-of-factly described an actual creature living during this time that modern people would certainly call a dragon. The idea that Polo actually saw a huge serpent with two legs near the front of its body that matches the description of a dragon perfectly does not sit well with many modern scholars, of course. In fact, in the Signet Classics edition of Polo's writings, an editor's note in the text says that these creatures were crocodiles. Immediately following the description of the two front legs, an asterisk in the text says, uh, takes the reader to another editor's note that states, Strangely, Polo seems to not have noted the other two legs possessed by a fully equipped crocodile. Supposedly, according to the editor, Polo described the length of the bulk of the creature, noted that the front legs and mentioned exactly how many claws there were on them, described the face and the teeth in remarkable detail, but simply forgot to mention the two back legs. Furthermore, crocodiles have five claws in their front legs, not, not three. three, like he mentioned. There are only several reasons why modern minds want to reject the idea that only a few hundred years ago, humans interacted with these reptiles that match descriptions of dragons. Real fucking dragons. One of the most powerful reasons, in fact, that many of these dragon descriptions perfectly match the anatomy of well-known dinosaurs that scientists claim died out millions of years ago. Furthermore, Polo's description of these reptiles match ancient artifacts and collections such as the Jerusalem Collection and unmistakably contain well-known dinosaur representations. So, I I, I think I can I agree with the 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 uh, scientists the scientists saying that why is it that Polo that that uh, Marco Polo I guess yeah Polo Marco um, would be so in detail to describe every single other characteristic other than not having the real legs. If it really is a crocodile, as I mentioned. But even then, like, are crocodiles that fucking long? The fuck no. Right? Unless you're talking about the fucking horror movie that just came out, what's it called? Crawl? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And then yeah. A, a hundred inches in girth, bro? It's good. What's a hundred inches? Like, fucking five feet? Yeah. Easily, right? No. Wait, that's more, no? 
Two feet is 24. Yeah. So 24, eight feet. Fuck! Girth. Girth. That's a big boy. It's a fatty. And last but not least, we have the Tatsu Worm. This motherfucker saw Dragonite, bro. He saw Dragonite. Whoa. <laughs> a crawling Dragonite? This poor dude. He saw fat-ass Dragonite. Fatty. She was, she was <laughs> right about to evolve the Dragonite. And the motherfucker pressed B, bro. <laughs> he pressed B? He pressed B on her. She was holding the Everstone. Fuck. He <laughs> drew the Everstone at her, bro. So it just stays girthy, but she doesn't just change? Dragon. Oh, bro. she's just forever. Eh. She's a thick Dragonite. Weighs a mech or eh? Eh. 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 It has a uh, in the end one. Yeah. Eh. Gross, bro. Amazing. Swallow bro. it. So last but not least, we have the Tatsu Worm. The Tatsu? Yeah. So one of the first stories of the Tatsu worm-like creature is that of Heinrich von Winkelreit, which is a convicted criminal who squared off against a dragon-like serpent that was in the midst of terrorizing the village of Underwalden in Mount Politus during the 14th century. You're telling me this fool threw hands with the he, dragon? He was like, I'm going to cast these hands, bro. He's who, right. who he might cast some real heat, motherfucker. Who is he, Lance? The fucking elite four master? Yeah. That's his origin, bro. Yeah. That's where came for. He threw hands with Dragon 1, bro. That seems like the fucking... That seems like the plot to Kung Fury 2. <laughs> Sign me up, bro. I'll watch the fuck out of that. The man who teamed the dragon by punching in the face, bro. Bro, sign me up, bro. Some Kung Fury shit. Oh, man. Some Black Dynamite shit. <laughs> ah. I threw this shit before, before it came to the room. room. All right. And great movie. Great it was movie. spectacular. Awesome storyline. Von Winkle, right? Fuck. Uh, fought the beast in exchange for his freedom, of course. <laughs> the, 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 the dragon's like, you ain't going nowhere. He's like, oh, aren't I? And All fucking, right. And then this one does the old boxing. He's fucking Popeye's food. Got a can of spinach. Oh, wow, teacher. <laughs> Swung at him. Bah! And duly dispatched it in the proper Swiss man would. Unfortunately for him, he celebrated by raising his sword high letting a drop of the creature's blood fall. The drop is said to have killed him instantly when it touched his skin. Von Fuchs also had the misfortune of being one of the first modern victims of the Tatsu Worm as well. While walking in the mountains one day in 1779, Fuchs was startled by two bizarre creatures. Shaken to the core, Fuchs... Fuchs is said to have charged... That's the name, bro. Han Fuchs. The Han Fuchs? The, the Han Fuchs? Man, who, who's fucking with Fuchs, bro? Wait, he's Hans Fuchs. Han Fuchs. Yep. He ain't give no Fuchs, bro. He no Fuchs. throwing hands at these, these dragons. He said to have charged home to tell his family about the incident, and he subsequently died of a heart attack. But before dying out of fright, Fuchs described the creature as between five to seven feet in length with a winding serpent-like body two clawed front legs, and a cat-like head. Belief in the Tatsu Worm struck a chord with the people of the Alps. It's not a story that is confined to Switzerland, to Switzerland either. The beast has seemingly popped up in Italy, Germany, as well as Austria. Oh, shit. And the legend of the Tatsu Worm seemed to have become an established, in fact, in the 19th century, despite the evidence of the existence being based on the little actual evidence. The waters were muddied uh, further when one man claimed to have found the dead body with Tatsu Worm. Rather suspiciously, the body was apparently eaten along uh, the way by crows, making it its identification a little 
difficult. Damn, what the fuck those crows are in? They have to have an immunity to that fucking dragon's blood? Yeah, I was like, hold up. This one dude got murked by getting touched by blood. The crows are eating the mm-hmm. fucking body? Well, I mean, they're crows. You know, they are the birds of Satan. So. Why do you think a group of crows is called a murder, bro? Called a what? A murder. A murder? Yeah, a group of crows? You call them a murder. What? What the fuck? How did I? Why did? What? Yes. A, a murder. Yeah. All right. It all makes sense now. No, it doesn't. Nothing no, it doesn't. makes sense, but it, <laughs> but it seems right. I don't know enough. All right, go on. In 1954, a Swiss photographer sparked a renewed interest in the Tatsuwan when he claimed to have snapped a photo of the elusive creature, Ooh. prompting a search for it. As you might expect, this venture turned up nothing more than disappointment. Do we, think- have, do we have his picture? Is there a picture of that picture he claimed he has? Do we, do we have it? I don't believe so. All right. I'll just edit this out. Yeah. That's a hard uh, All right. That's a disappointment. <laughs> all right. He was like, oh, I wanted to see this fucking right. cat, this Italian cat snake. This cat freaking venomous, bloody, acid murder. All right. So we got, so basically with this cat worm, the, the first dude, what was his name? The first dude. Wink, wink, winkle something. The, the first dude was called. Heinrich von Winkelried. All right, so Winkelried, he never, he's never heard of this worm thing, so he just yeah. went in there, went went to some cave, or where the fuck did he find him? Just, right. just out and about. Just out and about. She just spawned yeah. from him, bro. He yeah, yeah, yeah. terrorizing so, the village. So, so, the just, first, so the first thing he did, after seeing this creature that he's never seen before, throw hands. He just threw hands. Threw hands. Threw hands whooped bro. his ass. Yep. And then, you know, he, he celebrated to start, celebrated a little too early, yeah. got some dragon blood on him and died. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Before Hooray! that, the only encounter we have is of a dude who's seen this dragon and had a heart attack right after, but not before he described it looking like a big-ass cat worm, right? Yep, yep. All right, go on. Now we have this dude in Switzerland who's over here, you know, taking pictures and shit. Yeah, because they claim that he snapped a photo. All right. But Did since, he die? No, nah, he still. Uh, well, this is from 1954. He might have died at oh, roll age. I mean, but he died after taking the image. I mean, everyone oh, no, no, died no, no, after no, no, no. fucking counting no, no. this dude. Oh, you know what? This is probably like in Harry Potter. What? In the Chamber of Secrets. You know how you're not supposed to see the snake. Everyone who sees the snake dies. But everyone who's seen the snake in the Chamber of Secrets, they saw the snake through reflections, whether it was through the water. Or through a ghost, or through a mirror. That's probably why he didn't die. Because he, he saw it through, through the, the lens of a camera. Ah, ah, chamber of secrets, son. Chamber of bullshit. That's what I think <laughs> it is. Hurry up, about you carry on, bro. But since then, there has been many other signs. Many of them deemed hoaxes. Stories have persisted. Some claim the Tatsu worm is capable of leaping nine feet in the air, and others claiming that it spouts green blood when attacked. Nine feet in the air? The fuck does he think he is? Zion? He's Zion, bro. Most recently in 2009, in the sighting of the tonsil worm-like creature in Trasviso, Italy, was chalked up to nothing more than a few escape monitor lizards. Wait, 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 wait. So this is a, a, an apparent sighting when they're like, all right, well, let's go check it out. They're monitor lizards, so they're obviously not tonsil worms. But the, how big are these lizards? Are they confused for these fucking seven-foot... Thick as cat. dragons? No, 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 that was the that was the other one. That was the other one. That was the first one. Oh, yeah, these ain't so thick. Yeah. Uh-huh. And whenever and wherever it pops up, the Tatsu worm has been disregarded, and the reports largely discredited. But 
The legend of the Nessie this seems to have done nothing to kill the idea that this moment in time, somewhere hidden in lost, village, <clears throat> lost valleys or gloomy caves, there is this grotesque killer monster lurking in the Alps. Hmm. So a lot of sightings, a lot of belief sightings. And then like the more we get closer to modern times, the less we see. Yeah. The less we see. Yeah. Uh, because they're fucking dying out, bro. Yeah, bro. Wait, look at all the waters are polluted. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi? It's, 5G towers, bro. That's why the 5G towers is, air, bro. is giving all these fucking cryptids cancers. That's why, that's why we don't see anything anymore, yeah, bro. Science, bro. Science? Yeah, science, bro. We also don't see shit anymore because there's no more. Cocaine's no longer in our water. Wait, what? You know how before the, the cities to dump a bunch of drugs into the water? Oh, that's right. That's how people were seeing shit. They're high as fuck. So you don't believe me when I say that the long recorded history of dragons has been swapped out by the theory of dinosaurs? Absolutely. Well, let's go back to 1842. Before 1842, everyone referred to fossilized bones as dragon bones. No one questioned it. It was just a thing. Universal thing. See a bone. Dragon. That's what, that's what it was. Until... One piece of shit named Sir Richard Owen showed up with his big old evolution believing dick and created the word dinosaur. And even then, the fucking word dinosaur, it just means shitty lizard. Really? Shitty lizard. Well, it means weird lizard. Oh. But shitty lizard. You're a dinosaur, bro. So before little Richard over Suck my dick. I ain't no dino. So before little Richie over here, everyone. Little Richie? And I mean everyone believed in the historical evidence of dragons because almost every single culture around the world has historical evidence of dragons. You can listen to our last week's episode if you want to know more about dragons on our part one, Dragons, the Myths and Legends of the Plug. So the word dinosaur was created in 1842 and then bam, wouldn't you know, 16 years later, the very first fucking dinosaur was found. William fucking Folk sold out and excavated the very first dinosaur in 1858. Complete with cock and all. The first dinosaur that was discovered was complete with cock. Almost complete. Almost. The only thing missing was the head. Oh. The dick. So what the savages did was that he stood this fucking skeleton on his back legs to make it look bigger. And that's where the dinosaur was born. A similar skeleton was found in 1841. One year before the word dinosaur existed, they found the exact same skeleton. Everyone's like, yeah, that's a dragon. It's a dragon bone. That's a pile of dragon bones. But it wasn't until 1842 that people stuck on dragon bones. Dinosaurs. But now all of a sudden, one, one year it's a shitty, one year it's a fucking majestic dragon, and the next year it's a fucking shitty lizard. But why, you ask? Why do these guys hate dragons? Well, I'll tell you why, my little baby birds. It's because of science. Sir Richard Owens, who created the dinosaur term, was an evolutionist. Many in the science community at this time were trying to prove that the Bible was a crock of shit. They wanted to disprove everything that the Bible was teaching. They wanted to prove evolution to be true. 
And they found out that mainly in the scientific community embraced the same goal. So they all said, fuck it. Dragons? No dragons, right? Dragons in the Bible? Dragons? Dragons ain't good. Dragons. All right, cool. Dragons are out. Bam! Dinosaurs are in. And it also became a good way to make money. Billions of monies. Made billions of monies? Billions of monies. So if you look back at our history before 1842, you can clearly see that dragons have existed. One culture in particular still laughs at us to this day when our scientists still proclaim these bones are of dinosaurs, not dragons. I'm talking about China. China has the largest recorded history of dragons and our scientists want us to believe that the recorded history throughout China is just quote unquote fantasy. Well, answer me this. Here's a question for you guys. All right. What is the number one place where our scientists go to find dinosaur bones? You guys have any idea? Hachi? Mmm. Somewhere fucking bass and bacon. All right. Josh? You have an nah, idea? No. Nah. They go to China, the land of dragons. So that's where that's most, where of, the bones most are? of our dinosaur bones You're are from. You're kidding me. China. And that. What a coincidence that China is the place where they revere dragons. Dragons are all over the culture, and that's where we go find dinosaurs. Well, I mean, that's a smart plan for the scientists. How do we disprove dragons? Well, let's go to China, shit on these dragons, and make them to dinosaurs. That's a great plan on their part. It's horrible. It's a horrible plan. I mean, for them. They want to fucking shit on them, so that's no, no. the best way to shit on them. No, no, I'm just, I'm just repeating what Moses said. But I agree with you. I can see that. I can see that plan function. The Chinese believe that dragon bones have a medical healing use, and they actually consume dragon bone powders. To this day, you could go to a what? That you could buy dragon bone powder. Our scientists have Sniff proclaimed. Damn. Damn. Oh, you became a dragonborn. Damn. King? Hell yeah. Our scientists have proclaimed those bones are prehistorical and cannot be used as medicine because they're rock. Fucking dinosaur bones are rock. There is an actual conflict going on between our two cultures. That's probably because you don't know what a fucking fossil is. So, what exactly is a fossil? Well, it is a bone that is turned into rock. And there's actually no possible way to determine the difference between a regular rock and a fossilized bone. If you were to test a dinosaur bone, it would just be the same as a rock. So it's fascinating how so many dinosaur bones are actually found in actual rock bed. How can it even prove that these scientists didn't just cover out a bone shape from the rocks? Huh? You can't. Also, don't you find it funny that every time these scientists go out looking for dinosaur bones, they always find a dinosaur bone? They always find these fucking bones? Do you know why? Because they fucking have to. Or else they wouldn't get the funding if they come up short. And how come nobody accidentally comes across these dinosaur bones when digging in their backyard? How many times have you been digging and you find no fucking dragon? No dinosaur bones. No dragon bones. But it's only these scientists that find these dragon bones. But let's say you do. Let's say you do find a dinosaur bone in your pocket. In your backyard. Do you know what happens next? Well, a professional will come. And we'll quickly and we'll quickly tell you it's not a bone and just take it anyways. Gee. But it's funny how only the professionals seem to stumble on these dinosaur bones. 
Did you know? Did you also know that the skeletons in museums are almost always fakes? They're fakes? 90, 90% of the dinosaur skeletons you see in museums, fakes. What? I've they, been lied to. They even admit to this fact in most museums. They, uh, they will outright tell us that the skeleton out on display is a replica. But don't worry, don't worry, because we have the real bones. You know, they just put it in the back. We just have them in the back because we don't want to damage them. Let me get this straight. A museum is able to handle having exhibits of one-of-a-kind treasure, like, the, for example, the Pharaoh's tomb that was popular a few years ago. So they're able to have this exhibit where they actually have golden canes, actual stone tablets out on display, clothing, fabric out for you to see. And they don't worry about damaging real treasure. But when it comes to these fucking rocks, we can't take the chance just putting them out for us to actually see. Mm, fishy. Mm, boy. Mm. Do you know why this is? It's because they actually have no fucking bones to show you. Oh. At least not enough bones to make a display of anything. Scientists, they make up most of the dinosaur designs anyways. They're the ones who decide how it's supposed to look. They're the ones who decide this bone goes here. That bone goes there. Oh, we're missing a bone. It's fucking... Oh, look, we found one. Oh, fucking in 1926. Let's put it together. But don't worry. Even though you can't feel, touch, or examine these bones, we have to have total trust in these bozos. But isn't that what you've been taught to do? Here's what's really interesting. I can make the case that any dinosaur fossils defined are simply just dragon bones. There are many historical accounts describing different types of dragons. Some have the long necks, the fat body, and some are snake-like. Some have wings, and some do not. European culture documents dragons as a fact. Ancient Chinese culture documents dragons as a fact. The Bible documents dragons as a fact. But our scientists says they say it's a myth. Hmm. So what happened to the dragons? Well, they went extinct, like many other species have. And we even know the reason why and how they went extinct. And I have one word for you. What is it? Farmers. Farmers? Farmers. They got farmed or what? <laughs> ah, Monster Hunter, they got farmed? Historical records Damn. show that dragons liked to live in caves. They also show that dragons like to eat sheep. Dragons were a huge threat to farmers and their livestock. So, you've heard of the term dragon hunter, right? We've all heard the term. Have you heard of the term dragon hunter? Fuck yeah, we played a song called Dragon Hunter. All right, there you go. Well, old MacDonald had a farm and he killed dragons. Yeah. And the farm, he killed a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yo. Farmers in the town would have dragon problems. And what they would do is hire this dragon hunter who is just this roaming badass rogue. And they would just hire him. And they would, this dragon hunter would lead them into the dragon's caves to slay it. This eventually depleted the number of dragons. And they eventually went extinct. And if you think this sounds ridiculous and stupid and just a fairy tale, well, let me tell you that this is almost exactly how the wolves became extinct here in North America for the exact same reason. Wolves were eating sheep. Farmers got tired of it. 
farmers hired wolf hunters and wolves almost went extinct. Almost exactly like the dragons. And that's how we learned, like, yeah, we, we gotta stop with the wolves. We fucked up with the dragons, we gotta keep the wolves. So I'm just end this with the last thing. Remember, dragons are real, dinosaurs are fake. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. It makes you sound like a stupid uh, science bitch. Yeah, that's good. Oh my god. Dra- Alright, so I don't actually believe any of that shit. I just find it really <laughs> funny. I just find it funny. Do you, all right, honestly, do you guys believe dragons were a real thing? That they were a real thing? Yeah, that they were a real thing. Oh, I, anything's a possibility. There's yeah. like, I don't know how much of the ocean that we haven't like looked at. 91%. Yeah. Now, do I believe dragons like in fantasy movies and shit like that? No. But, you know, maybe something smaller than that. You don't think there's a fire-breathing dragon? You don't think Smog was real? I don't think Alduin or Smog was real, bro. Okay, but you think a dragon, a flying serpent was a thing? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then where the fuck do all these cultures get the fire-breathing thing from? You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. That's the, that's the only That's the only thing. All right. I, I believe more like throwing acid versus throwing fire or shooting fire. <laughs> do you think that what it was? It was just a snake throwing acid at people, and they're like, "It burns like fire." You know what? You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Because snakes just, do, do just, snakes do throw their their venom shit. Like, ah, do we just so. crack another world mystery like we did with? Oh, we're gonna get fucking murked, bro. Remember, pow, cause, pow. remember, because last time, what was that one jumping dude, jumping Jack? Remember? Yeah. We, we remember figured out he was Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And now we just figured out we just solved dragons. They're just people were just getting asses thrown at them. They were just like, "I burns. burns," and so they said it's fire. So someone wrote it up and like it burned like fire. And then someone interpreted that as like, "Oh shit, they breathe fire." They take things literal, but they took yeah. things literal. Yeah, right? yeah. They wrote things. They wrote things figuratively that we are now taking it as literal. Literally. Yeah, yeah, man, we gotta get paid for this shit, bro. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I must start using my. Uh, Using using Marco Polo's fucking measuring. How big is it? It's like about 10 paces big. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's a new uh, unit of measurement? What? How many paces, bro? How many paces, bro? It's it's a whopping... eh. It's a lot. Eh. That's that's 100 inches. (laughs) That's not paces, that's inches. So what? How how big are these strides, bro? Who's doing the FRO? Who's doing the strides? <laughs> right? I the Giants, see, bro. I want to see how, how, how long the freaking the Marco Polo's freaking stride is. It's ten paces long. Well, ten paces long was fifty feet. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. Dragons have always been one of those things that have always had me by the balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Touching? It's always had me by the balls. It's one of those things that I'll never get over. Dragons have always been super cool to me. Right, Would you like to live in a world of How to Train Dragon? Fuck. Wait. From the, like the Disney movie? Like, like Pixar movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? DreamWorks, bro. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you said Disney, then Pixar. Oh, all right. I was, I was getting there. I was eventually getting lead. Fuck. <laughs> Animation. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the big dragons that'll be able to carry my fat ass. What, what do you mean? mean? There's. <laughs> there's dragons that, are huge. There's that fatty dragon. The little wings. I got to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down though. I'll, I'll ride a, dra- a dragon, bro. Ooh. Hell yeah! Would you be able to tame a dragon? 
Hell yeah. I'll have all my badges by then. You have all your badges? You got them right here already, I, bro. I, I got them right there. Ooh. See, a harder question would be, Jeez. what will... What, what world would I like to live in? In a world where vampires existed or a world where dragons existed? Uh, dragons. Why, why, why do you want to live in a world of vampires? You make you're, it you're seem like you're going to be moral. like Van Helsing, bro. You're what? I don't want to be a vampire hunter. I want to be a vampire. Oh, I thought, Who's going to make you a vampire? Yeah. In a world where vampires exist? Yeah. I'll be a They'll, they'll choose like, you as a vampire. They're, they're like, like hey, he looks like a great fucking looks- servant. A you're familiar. Right. I'll, I'll probably end up being like Guillermo from fucking yeah, through the shadows. Guillermo. Fuck. You're gonna become a vampire hunter because of fuck how yeah. Alright guys, thank you guys so much. Salty you're gonna be He thinks he's gonna be fucking Brad Pitt, bro. Sorry. No, nah, I'm trying to be Dracula. Dracula? I'm trying to be fucking Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was a bitch ass vampire. That's you. No, he was if like you're a vampire, you're a bitch ass vampire. He, he, he was a he was a he was a what? He was, he, was a what? A, he was a vampire in the cover of freaking Vogue. Well, vampires are sexy, bro. Have, did did you see him? You mean like the the, the creepy dude from what 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 look the what we do in the shadows? Uh, well, I mean, I meant I'm talking about that ass. Oh, they meant the, the old sucker food. The, no, the old food, the one that's like in the script. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> fuck, his name? I forgot his fucking name. Um, the, the one that made everyone vampires. Yeah. Right? Well, he made the fucking um, what's his face? Impaler. Vlad. Yeah, Vlad. Yeah. Vlad. <laughs> no, he made the other guy. The other guy. The one who's the, the cool one, the cool one, the fucking cool one. Remember, he was like, "Oh, I'm, I was, I, I was going through the forest selling my wares when I oh, see yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I see this fucking castle, and he comes out. I was like, we've been friends ever since. Yeah. And, just and he looks right, he's like, <laughs> he's like, like yeah. 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 it's just fucking nodding. All right, guys. Well, apparently, you guys know what what next episode topic's gonna be about? Vampires. More vampires, huh? More vampires. We're gonna be a vampire podcast. So thank you guys very much. Uh, add us on Instagram, Weird History. You tell us pod. You guys could if you got we're on Spotify as well. If you guys don't want, if you guys could listen to us on iTunes or Spotify, um, yeah. So check out our Instagram if you guys want to see some of the shit that we've been talking about to fit to visually see the bullshit that comes out of our mouth. <laughs> the go fucking bullshit. Go to our Instagram. Bullshit, and if bullshit, no one bullshit. has anything else to add, we are the weird history. Here we tell us pod. <laughs>